And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello and welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Mickey. And my name is Sam. We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. Uh, Before we introduce this very special guest, uh, we do want to highlight um, that this is the last week for the early bird price for becoming a conscious manifester. The course that is, if you've been listening for a while, you've heard us talk about this a little bit. Uh, If you want more information, you can go to our Instagram, but it's happening from the 19th to the 21st of October. Uh, It's a three-day live event with Sam and I where we teach you how to become a conscious manifester from how it works to what to do when shit hits the fan. Uh, (laughs) That's like a very condensed uh, highlight of it. Um, But yeah, for more information, you know, there'll be a link in the show notes uh, and uh, you can find all the information on Instagram. You can send us a DM if you have any questions. We're happy to uh, support you and answer any, any questions you have. And the early bird price ends this week. Is that right? Uh, yeah. So October first. Okay. Is the deadline. Okay. Um. So you can get this for eighty-seven dollars. Yeah. And then we're increasing the price after October first. After October first. So get so in got, there. You got to. You got some time left, but just reminding you. Yeah. It exists. Get amongst it. <laughs> we hope to see you in there. Uh. Okay. Let's introduce Andre. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> okay. It looked like you had something more to say or something. No. You were like, your your, your gears were going. No, I'm good. We are going to introduce our dear friend, Andre. <sighs> I'm so excited about this. This is a good one. We could. It's so funny. I said to Sam, I'm like, should we get his official bio? And then I was like, no. He tells us this whole life story yeah. <laughs> like in this. This whole episode was about his life story. So we decided at the end of it, we're like, we're going to have him back. Like, because we, we, you know. It was real. The conversation we have was amazing. Yeah, and he started with this beautiful sound bowl healing. Yeah, like you guys are seriously in for such a treat. It's such a beautiful, like lucky you episode. Yeah, lucky us to be able to listen to it, but also lucky you. Yeah, you're getting a sound. Yeah, you get this mini sound bath right now. So like, this is such a special episode because we've never started one like that before. Um, So you know, if you are able to, if you're in the position to, like. You know, there'll be a little bit of a, an ad in between our uh, our intro and then, of course, our session with Andre. So, like, get comfortable. If you can find a space to, like, meditate a little bit and yeah. really enjoy this beautiful sound bath that Andre created for us because it's really, really beautiful. I said that twice, but I meant it. Um, and then, yeah, we asked Andre all about his crazy story about he was just this Joe Schmo, right? <laughs> Joe Schmo. Like, he was a Joe Schmo. He was an average white guy just doing his average white guy thing right like he's a plumber like average canadian french canadian plumber who his father passed away and like his whole world turned upside down yeah and he just followed this path of beautiful spirituality quest like it was just and it is a quest like it almost sounds like a movie yeah like he just takes us on this beautiful ride yes of what is now his life um and he we i feel so grateful to have it documented and to be able to share it with people um i don't obviously i feel like i've dominated this mic (laughs) and of course i still have a cold so bear with me um you can share your piece on it in a second but i just felt really honored and I, i just think it's such a beautiful testament to uh 
I don't know, just like as, as I just want to say it, like an average white guy, you know, like the average white guy that's just like, you know what? The Matrix isn't working for me. Yeah. I need to find, like, what the hell is this all about? Mm-hmm. What am I doing here? You yeah. know, and he just goes on this gorgeous quest and brings back so much, like, experience, you know, and yeah. wisdom and knowledge. And it's super inspiring. Yeah. I was like, I was, he, we asked one question and I think he went for like 45 minutes and I was not bored. Like, I was <laughs> like, okay, keep going. Yeah. Like, it's crazy yeah. to be that captivated by it's such so a beautiful funny. story. So Andre came over to our house to record this. Yes. And we had spent hours waiting because you had a, a nap. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I could have totally gone for a nap. And we were talking. He's a projector too. Yeah, we were talking in, in the in the outside and for hours. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I'll have enough to talk about. <laughs> I'm like, Andre, I am not worried. We are not worried about you. And oh, yeah. full disclosure, Andre is Karina's partner. Right. I should say that. Karina's been on the show. We talk about her in almost every episode. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, it's her partner. Yeah. But it's... It was, and she was here, too. Um, she wasn't in the episode, but no. she was here for a visit. But, yeah, it was... Um, it was... I knew, like, he's so easy to talk to, and it's so nice to listen yeah. to his... yeah. Story, yeah, like it really genuinely it, is. It's like a good book or like a short story. Yeah, that's really what it's gonna. It's gonna feel like a narrative short story. Yes, that you're about to listen to, and there's so much wisdom and coincidences and quotations, and it's just beautiful divine timing in the mm-hmm. whole thing. It's just so gorgeous. I just want them to listen to it. Yeah, we'll stop talking. Now. Okay, we're gonna stop talking. <laughs> Uh, we hope you enjoy it. Sign up for Becoming a Conscious Manifester. Early bird price ends this week. Um, and we'll leave it there, I guess. Please enjoy this conversation with Andre. It's pretty magical. Hi. You. Yes, you. We heard you. Did you just talk to your phone while listening to this episode? Yeah, we hear that a lot. So we've decided to do something about it. You are formally invited to join the official OMJ community, a place where you can meet up with other OMJ listeners to talk about the latest episode, celebrate what you are manifesting, ask questions, and engage with other woo-woo enthusiasts. Mickey and I realize we have each other to bounce all these juicy ideas about the universe, vibration, law of attraction, aha moments, and so much more, which adds to our increasing momentum. And we want that for you too. Apply to the private group on Facebook today by answering a few short questions and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who want to manifest their dream lives too. In this free group, you will also get first access to our private events, including our monthly online container called OMJ Engagements. Here we will host group coaching calls, guest speaker events, and whatever we feel inspired to support you with that month. We are ready to take our relationship to the next level. Come join us and our listeners in the amazing OMJ community. We can't wait to see you in there. And now back to the show.
Well, that was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody feeling all nice and zen now? That was so lovely. Mm -hmm. What a treat. What a treat. We're going to get settled here, but what a nice way to start the show. Mm -hmm. You're welcome for your beautiful little mini sound bath. Um, Welcome, Andre. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to have you. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this for a few weeks now. I'm pretty excited to be here. Yeah. Sweet. We're excited, too. We haven't had enough dudes on the show. That's true. We've had a couple. Yeah. Not, a, not as many as we should at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so funny, like, watching you play the bowls. There's actually two things that I wanted to mention, like, right off the hop. One was watching the literal vibrations. Oh, yeah. I could see them. And what's cool about that is the root chakra mm-hmm. is like... Oh, you mean vibrations on your screen? On the screen the, of like the, vi- okay, the yes. audio waves that I could see as we're recording. Yes. The root chakra is like bigger, denser waves. Yeah. They go really, really high up and down. And then as you went through the chakras to the crown, they get smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. So I was having to turn up the gain. Mm-hmm. Because they they're not as like loud and overpowering, and like mm-hmm. this is really neat to be able to literally me- like measure it, like see it physically mm-hmm. what the sound yeah, waves are doing. There's another other times when you can see it physically as well. There's a technique that uh, that I sometimes incorporate. I don't do it often because it's it's messy and also it's just another element that just not always conducive to have it um there but it's um when i put water into the bowls oh you can as you play them the the vibrations will make ripples in patterns wow and like in like geometric patterns wow yeah that's so fun yeah so the root chakra bowl the the ripples are much bigger yeah and in the the up to the crown it's like it's very like just tiny little waves mm-hmm. but you can still see them very clearly and like eventually the the molecules start moving so much as the bowl gets warmed up the water starts to jump wow. and like splatter, splatter. <laughs> oh and God, yeah it's, so it's, cool. it's it's really cool it's really cool. it makes you wonder if that's the effect that's going on in your body it 100 percent is right because that's exactly that's, what it is that's yeah. your water in your body is mm-hmm. reacting just like yeah, that exactly well because we're what like 80 percent water 70 yeah. percent water yeah right? mm-hmm. so how freaking cool that's so cool. super cool yeah so okay this is so fun i had so many questions too like watching you play the bowls i feel like we could get into the formal sort of part of the interview now okay. um like okay so we know a little bit about your background and your history but like our listeners don't so you know i want to hear about your manifestation journey but i kind of want to spoil it a bit being like okay andre lalonde you french canadian plumber how mm-hmm. did you get <laughs> How did you get from French Canadian plumber to sound bath healing? That's a perfect yeah. question, Guru Man. Can that's, we listen to this life trajectory? That's a good, that's a good question. It, I find myself asking that question um, <laughs> daily. Almost, like, how did I get here? I look at like I have these beautiful, amazing experiences um, almost every day with you know with interacting with clients or just on my own meditation practice and I always incorporate the bowls and usually when I'm done I'm like so full of 
just zen and mm-hmm. pure joy and bliss. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like, how did I get here? <laughs> yeah. like, whoa. It's like a dimension, another dimension. It's yeah. so wild. It's beautiful. It's yeah. beautiful. And I'm, I'm so grateful, so grateful for it. And I would love to say that I manifested it, but I didn't know anything about this, so I couldn't really have. But I feel like if we're coming at it from a perspective of manifestation, I would say it was probably my father mm-hmm. manifested this for me. Okay. Also, unintentionally, maybe, subconsciously. Yeah. Um, I love telling this story. I don't tell it a lot, but I do because it's it's a good way to explain sort of how I got from plumber to sound healer (laughs) to guy who dings bowls that's what I like to (laughs) in layman's terms yeah Yeah. Um, my name is Andre Leland and I ding bowls I ding bowls (laughs) (laughs) um no so uh I was fresh out of high school I I I decided to follow my father's footsteps and become a plumber and I worked for him for 13 years. We worked side by side in the same van together for like nine of those years. And then I went in my own truck and, uh, we were really close. And then, um, about four years ago, dad got, or five years ago, dad got diagnosed with cancer and, uh, it was about a year and a half, two year battle. And, it was really taxing on the entire family because he's a, he was he is a wonderful man, teacher, you know, guru, whatever you want to call it. He was he was that guy for all of us, and it really took its toll. And it was a pretty emotional time for me in other parts of my life as well. And sort of as as it goes for most people who who go through. A transitional period like what I well similar to what I went through everything came in my life just 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 seemed to fall apart mm-hmm. I, I couldn't find any success in anything everything mm-hmm. I had worked towards and built everything just disappeared from me and I found myself in the middle of a lake in the middle of the winter minus 50 minus 40 degrees up in Yellowknife on my knees staring up at the sky like bawling in a complete what was it uh blob fest (laughs) just having a complete blob Blob, fest fest. just 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 a puddle of just a puddle of goo and I just I this one word comes to me when I think about that time and it was surrender I just I looked up at the sky and I just was like I give up like I, I, I clearly, I'm not. I should not be in charge of my life. <laughs> and I surrendered to God, to the divine, to the universe, whatever, however you call, re, like, refer to it. And um, from that day forward, just one moment after another, it was just, it was serendipitous, just experiences and. And I attribute it all to just like releasing all attachment to anything. I just mm-hmm. gave up, and I was rewarded, but from the universe. And I ended up in just sort of by chance. Uh, I I ended up in Bali for six weeks. By chance? Yeah, actually, I didn't even know where it was. <laughs> I, I didn't know where. Bali by yeah. chance. I didn't know what where, happens. I didn't know. 
like on a globe, I couldn't have picked it out. I couldn't have shown you where it was. And it wasn't until after I booked my flight that, that I was like, 32 hours? <laughs> like, where am I? What? Where am I going to the moon? Why, why did you book, going to the moon? Why did you book to Bali? What um, happened? What well, it was like, I, so I came home. I came home from Yellowknife and I, I, I like moved back into the family home to sort of grieve with my mom. And, and I kind of had moved through the really hard stuff. And uh, thank, thanks to yoga and meditation, which I had just picked up and started learning. Very new. Like, I could barely touch my toes. But I, I was, like, I was starting to really find value in it. And then I put, uh, I put it out to the Facebook world. I asked them, like, I asked my friends, my family. I said, like, I need to go away for a little while. Money's not really an issue. And... Um, I want, here's what I want. I want, I want spiritual guidance. I want good food. I want beautiful terrains and landscapes and I want to disappear. And I got different, you know, people say Mexico and like some really beautiful places, but none of them really, really sounded like the right place. And then my cousin who I've only met once in my life, she sent me a like a direct message and she said, you have to go to Bali and you have to go to this place. And it was a link wow. to a yoga retreat, a mm. week-long yoga wow. retreat. And mm -hmm. she's like, I was like, I don't do yoga. Like, I just started. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't go to a yoga retreat. She's like, doesn't matter. It's for all levels. And wow. trust me, it will change your life. And I was like, I was, I was in a place to surrender. So I was just like, all right. Click, book. I clicked book. I booked the I booked the the trip, wow. and then I was like, oh, I guess I got to figure out how to get there. So I booked the flight, and two weeks later, I was on a plane. And for I was supposed to be there for two weeks, and I ended up calling the airline and staying for another month. So I was there for a total of six weeks, and I just basically rented a scooter and explored the island and wow. even some of the little islands that surround it, and. I had, I had a spiritual awakening there that was so powerful, like another blob fest. But <laughs> these were tears of joy, and uh, yeah, it was. I, I was I was in the middle of an audio book. I was listening to uh, the Power of Now. Mm -hmm. For so many people, that's like that's yeah. that jumping off point. Yeah, you know, just like oh, everything starts to make sense finally, and like yeah. you start to feel that that void yeah. start to close up yeah. get filled yeah. and uh yeah and i mean i could go on for days about that experience and the experience to follow but like ultimately that's what opened the door to me to wellness and and healing and um it was a lot of work i mean like i'm not gonna lie but and i know that not a lot of people have the ability to to just take off and explore the world and get exposed to different cultures. But um, that's kind of why I'm doing what I'm doing now is because I know that there's a lot of people in, especially in North America, we're pretty disconnected. Yeah. And I can, I can bring a little bit of that home with me and I can offer that as a service to, to those who, who need that healing but aren't able to just like leave their families for mm -hmm. six <laughs> yeah. weeks and disappear into the wild blue and just yeah. like be like, I don't know when I'm coming back. But. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're Bali. So okay, so Bali, and then and that led you. So I, I, the first experience with singing bowls in was in Bali. Oh, okay, and I, I was. Didn't, at, I didn't know that. Did you I was, know? No, no. Okay. I was at the, I was at the, uh, the yoga retreat, and it was like day two or three uh, of seven, and. I was, we were laying there in Shavasana and I mean, there had been tears and moving through emotions and healing wounds and things that were going on, but this was the most powerful sensation of healing I've ever felt. I was, we were all laying in Shavasana and then all of a sudden we started hearing these frequencies, Mm -hmm. these soothing, beautiful frequencies just start to move about the room. But we we all had our eyes closed, or at least I assumed that I did. And and suddenly the the frequency started getting louder and it was obviously coming towards me and so i just sort of i made sure to keep my eyes closed and i breathed really deep into my chest and suddenly there was a weight on my chest and this immense vibration Mm. going into what i now know was my heart chakra opening my heart chakra and the tears came and i never felt so um like nurtured yeah wow it was really it was just so beautiful and there was nobody there touching me or anything they just placed a bowl on my chest and i was i was just it was just the frequency just that vibration and so i knew there was something to it i knew i was like wow that was incredible Mm -hmm. and and so they took the bowl off and then moved around to the room to the other uh students and and then they brought us out of the shavasana and we all were sitting up and we all had tears. Everybody was crying. Wow. And and the instructor was sitting there. It's a lovely man. Oh my god, he's he'll forever be in my heart. And um he had this infectious smile and he was just looking around the room, <laughs> like smiling and He's and, like, You like that, dude. Yeah, yeah, finally he's like <laughs> anybody have any questions and we all hands just flying into the air what the hell was that (laughs) and so he pulled the bowl out and he showed it to us and i was just like are you so i stayed after and i like i was like can i can i touch it and play with it and he's like he's like yeah sure and he gave me the thing he gave me the bowl and the mallet and i tried and i couldn't really make it do anything and like definitely nothing like what i just experienced and so that I kind of put it in the back of my mind and moved on. And then a few days later, maybe a week or two later, even I had made my back. So we were in the retreat was in Ubud, uh, which is like the spiritual capital of Bali is where everybody goes. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some other really amazing places there, but that's where the tourists go. Yeah. And, um, I made my way back there a couple of weeks later and I met somebody at a cafe and we were just, chatting and she said have you ever been to a sound bath and I was like oh I've been meaning to I had no idea what she meant but I was like oh yeah I've been meaning to to get to one and she's like do you want to come there's one tomorrow morning do you want to come with me I was like sure I literally had no idea what that meant Mm -hmm. but I was just like I was surrendered right so I I met her and we got on my scooter and drove through the jungle and down these weird paths. We got lost a couple of times. We finally get to this like staircase and we walk up the staircase and then there's this beautiful like stone pathway that goes back into the jungle. And I'm like, I'm like, where are we going? And, and then we were walking through like, I don't know what it was like 
a field like it was like kind of like a cornfield. Is it rice? Like a I rice think field? so, but I don't. Do rice? Does rice get that big? Like over your oh, head? Like high? Yeah, oh, it was so know. tall. I don't know. Maybe bamboo or something. I was just so like it was just like there was beautiful flowers. Like there's a flower oh. called the bird of paradise. And yeah, that was there yeah. was that there. Wow. They, like I, I like walked by that. You're I remember like, like looking like oh my god, where am I? And yeah. we just walked down this like this wooden boardwalk that just went for like 15 minutes off, and I was like. Hopefully this is good. <laughs> so, <laughs> I trusted, and we got yeah. to this little, this little, little kind of house, temple-y looking thing, and we 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 pull uh, the curtain aside, and we like poke our heads in. We were a little late, and they'd already started. And on the floor are like twenty different singing bowls, Tibetan singing bowls. And I was like, oh, I've seen these before. And I was like, okay, cool. So we sat down and then we did a meditation and the guy spoke Russian and he was speaking, he was doing the meditation in Russian and then his girlfriend was translating it into Balinese. So I didn't know what wow. they were saying, mm -hmm. but I just, I closed my eyes and I breathed and I did my own thing and um, I went somewhere and just the energy of the whole place was so beautiful. And mm -hmm. so I lay, I lay, we laid down into like a, uh, sort of a shavasana style meditation and uh, what I realize now what I know now was it was yoga nidra but it, it like a body scan essentially where you drop the different parts of your body and and then they came around and they did the same thing they placed the bowls on like our belly and mm -hmm. on our heart and I was like this is a sound bath oh <laughs> thank god I said yes to this my god yeah Wow. And that was a very beautiful experience, and they were strictly by donation, so I left them $5 and kind of had a chat with the guy afterwards. And I still didn't know that this was my calling or this was my purpose, right, right. but I knew that I was like, okay, there's something here. Mm -hmm, and yeah, then, yeah. Uh, like, I don't want to go into all the detail because it, it could go on forever. But um, <laughs> So I'll tell you the big one. This is, and this is, uh, this is pretty vulnerable for me, so bear with me. Um, so I was, I had gone home after Bali and I had, I was a totally changed man. I was, um, I was open to new beginnings and, and I didn't really want to be a plumber anymore. I knew that. And so I was like, my home base was my mom's house. So I, I went there and for about a week or two, I, I really committed to meditation and like, figuring out what my path was and what my per what my purpose here on this earth is. And I wasn't really getting any answers. So finally one day I was like, I, I like did a guided meditation off of YouTube and it was to ask your spirit guide for some advice. And so I did. And I said like, what's my next step? That was my intention. What's my next step? Where am I going? Like, am I supposed to go get ice cream or like, or bigger than that? Like, where right. am I supposed to go right. in 20 years from now? Like what, yeah. what is, what is it? What am I working towards or what's my next step? And all of a sudden, like after 40 minutes of, of this guided meditation, I got a vision and it was a mountain range. It was a specific mountain range, and I, none that I'd seen before. And it was it was like I was standing there, looking at the mountains, and like I was there. And then I, I was like, okay, so mountains. I have something to do with mountains. And then I got this sensation, we'll call it that, to fire an arrow from the top of the mountain. And I was like, I didn't understand. So I was like, and that was it. Boom. I was out. 
out of it and mm. back to real life. So I sat with it for a couple of days and then I started to realize that it was more literal than just like, just like some random message. Right. So I started Googling and I looked for images of mountain ranges on, on Google. And I went, I must've gone through probably 200 photos of different mountains and I found it. I found the exact image of the wow. mountains from my vision. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I was shocked. I, I, I like dropped my phone because I was like, I was doing it, but I wasn't really expecting to find them. Like and I did. the exact The exact shape. mountains. Like, right. oh God, because it was scary. Now it yeah. was kind of scary because I'm right. like, oh, it's real. Right, right. And so I... I was like, okay, okay, where are these mountains? And they were in the Himalayas. And I was like, okay, so the Himalayas stretch across like India, Nepal, into yeah. Tibet. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not ready for India. That's a little out of my comfort zone. Definitely no Tibet. Just because, I mean, like they chased out the Dalai Lama and there's it's always in chaos. So yeah, right. mm-hmm. like Nepal it is. So uh, I traveled around Europe for about two or three months just because those were bucket list things that I wanted to do. I went to Rome and, you know, it, and how uh, shortly after this, not long, maybe. Oh, Oh yeah. Going. So sorry. That's, that's kind of the most important part of the story. (laughs) Um, So my mom came. So I, okay. So, so I saw, so I got to go to Nepal. That's what I took from that. And then I was like, but what about the arrow? Like, what's that all about? Right. Right. Like that's, that was half of the vision. Right. right. Yeah. So I sat with it and I just was like, I wasn't I like, how do you Google shooting AR from a mountain? Right. So I, I, I just <laughs> sat with it and I meditated a few more times and I came to the decision that like, this is the, the arrow symbolizes like my path and like my purpose. So I thought, I thought that it was like, seek out your purpose and your path in Nepal in right. these, in the Himalayas in the mountains. Right. And so I did a little bit more research and I, and cuz at the time I didn't know much about that stuff and I realized oh so there's like it's a thing like there's a lot of monasteries up in the Himalayas and there's like monks walking around up there and like that's the that's what this that's the spiritual place for the monks to be right so i was like well maybe i'm supposed to go to a monastery and i'll I'll just live in a monastery for a while and just like get away from society and just like leave everything all my material belongings and all that hippie stuff you know yeah (laughs) and so i i was like okay so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to nepal and i'm gonna go find my life's purpose and the meaning of life all right sounds good (laughs) so then a, c- a couple days later, my mom came in and she was, I think she was getting sick of me just sitting around meditating all day, every day. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, Andre, so what are you doing? It's very polite, very motherly. Just like, what's going on? Yeah. And I was like, oh, not much. Just, you know, meditating. She's like, yeah. Like what, but what do you think's next? What are you doing next? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, well, like, are you going to go back to work or it's like, I don't think so. I don't think I, I don't think I'm gonna be a plumber anymore. She's like, okay, what are you gonna do then? And I was like, I think I'm gonna travel. And she's like, oh, where are you gonna travel to? And I said, I think I'm gonna go to Europe. I'm gonna travel around. I'm gonna do Italy, Switzerland, uh, Germany, UK maybe, Croatia. I wanted to do Croatia. And she's like, oh, okay, that doesn't like. That sounds beautiful, but it's not like this sort of aligned with the spiritual path that you're on. And I was like, oh, so in regards to my spirituality, I'm probably going to go to Nepal. She's like, oh, what's in Nepal? And I said, 
the Himalayans. She's like, what's in the Himalayans? I said, <laughs> the answer. And she's like, what? She's like, well, and I'm like, I know it sounds crazy, but I think I'm going to go and find a monastery to live at for a while. And I'm going to seek out the, like, the answer. And she's like, what answer? And I was like, the, the meaning of life, like my purpose. And she's, and she's like, all of a sudden her face changed and she got like very serious. She's like, where, why? Like, where did you get this idea? I was like, oh, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I was sitting meditating and I asked the, my spirit guides for, you know, some guidance. And this is what I got. And I told her, and she's like, well, it's pretty obvious that your dad's your spirit guide. And I was like, well, yeah, I thought I figured that, but like, why do you say that? And she said, because about um, three years after we, got married we hadn't had kids yet or anything we want like your dad wanted to I wasn't ready and started to become a bit of an issue there was some tension mm -hmm. I didn't think I was ready to be a mom I didn't know I didn't think I would ever be ready to be a mom which is insane because my mom is an angel and the best mother imaginable mm -hmm. and like it's just so strange to think that she would ever think that yeah um but I mean I guess we all have our doubts in ourselves, right and she said, and we had this big argument one day and things were really tense between us. And next thing I know, there was a bag packed at the front door. And I kind of asked, and she asked him, like, what, what's going on there? Are you leaving me? Ha ha ha. And he said, yes. <laughs> and he said, I'm, I'll give you, I'm staying till the end of the summer, but when the summer's over, I'm leaving. And she's like, where are you going? And he said, I'm going... I'm going to the Himalayans. Wow. And she said, what are you doing there? And he's like, I'm going to go see if I can find the Dalai Lama and live in a monastery and wow. find out what the meaning of life is. Wow. And then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, so, okay. so three weeks later, um, she found out she was pregnant mm. with my older brother. So he never went. Wow. Yeah. So when she told me that, I was like, okay, <laughs> it's on. <laughs> I gotta on. go. Gotta, I gotta I, go. Nothing's stopping me now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I, I went to Nepal eventually after doing what I said I was going to do. I traveled around Europe and found myself in Nepal. And I, st I was taking a yoga teacher training course. I didn't go to a monastery. I ended up at, a, at an ashram, which was the right place for me and I saw the mountains from the from the yoga shala looking out the window I could see the mountain that the mountain from my vision wow and wow. the tears came again and, yeah and uh I had yeah there was uh, anyway there were some more synchronicities that happened that validated that I was in the right place and um and then one day this is this is kind of a funny part of the story one day I was um I was in the market we get a day off a week and we get to go to the so me and one of the other guys there's another guy in the class and we we decided to go to the to, to mel and we we walked around the market it's like this really 
cool, interesting place. Like there's people yelling. It's so crowded. It's like it's like what you see in the movies, yeah. you know. And yeah. you're like, how did I get here? It's just yeah. wild. But yeah. like, you, and you are and you barter for mm-hmm. things and yeah. so much fun. It's such an adventure. And so I was there and I was in a shop and they had a singing bowl in the shop and I was I had I'm I had been. I decided I was going to get a singing bowl. It was time to get a singing bowl for my home, right? And so I was looking for one. So I'd gone into a number of shops. I went into this one shop and I I picked one. I was like, this is it. This is the bowl. So I brought it back to the ashram with me. And later that night, um, one of the other students, um, a girl named Michelle, uh, who was also from Canada, her and I had sort of gotten close and... Uh, I, I, I showed her my, the bowl and I was like, look what I got today. And she's like, oh, wow, cool. Maybe after class, like we can, we can, you can play it for me. And I was like, okay, cool. Sounds good. So after class, like we were in the, uh, in the shala and a couple of the other students were like, oh, can we sit in too? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so I was like, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Like I was like banging it and like right going around it and like trying to make it make sounds and i was like putting it on their chest and stuff (laughs) and they were like meditating and like they were playing along being really nice and and then so after about i don't know 10 minutes of that i they all sat up and they're like that was so cool and then the one except there's one girl who was a russian and she had this thick russian accent i can't i'm not gonna do it justice but she was like you should take a class and i was like (laughs) what and she's like you should take a course in that and i was like i don't know if i'm gonna do that and she's like well you don't know what you're doing so you should. <laughs> <laughs> and like my ego was like screw you yeah. <laughs> you know? i know i know i don't like, know what of I'm course doing. i don't yeah it's fun i know i know yeah. that was what i was but but then i i got back to my 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 room and i was like i'm still like you know, yeah. a little bit busy. <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to make her like feel good. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know, rude, like her rudeness aside, um, that's really good advice. Like, what am I going to do? Go back to Canada and then learn something online right? or go to yeah, the yeah. source. And right. I was like, all right, I'm going to look into it. And I looked into it and there was a course that actually started the day after the yoga course. Wow. Like, and it of was, course it was, it was like wow. a block away from the Airbnb that I had booked. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this uh, is, of course it was, this is, yeah, of yeah. course it was. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I signed up and I like made the arrangements. I, I changed my flight and I like, I took the course and mm-hmm. at the end of the course, I just, I was like, where do I buy singing bowls? <laughs> to the teacher and he's like I have a shop and so his sister took me to the shop and they had a set of bowls picked out ready for me and I was like I took a couple out put a couple others in and and now now they're sitting on our desk here we are did the arrow ever oh god yeah yeah do you know this story have I do you remember this I I can tell it for the I don't remember okay okay so tell me tell me tell me uh, okay so (laughs) So we're, so, okay. So the first couple of days that we were at, that we were at the ashram, I was actually not feeling good about it. I was kind of like regretting my decision because there was a monastery that I wanted to go to, but they weren't available. They couldn't take me on okay. those dates that I was available for. So I was like, oh, I guess I'm not supposed to go to a monastery. So then I picked the ashram. And then when I got there, there was another student there and 
we were sitting there and the first couple of days were weird. It was really cloudy. And I like, I thought we were in the Himalayas. Like this is the whole reason I came. Right, here. right, 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 right. And, and so I was like kind of bummed and I was like doubting it a lot. Yeah. Which I clearly learned that it was wrong. But, <laughs> um, so we were sitting there and we were talking, I was talking to him and I was like, I, he's like, he's like, what do you think of this place? Like, what do you think about the course and everything? And I was like, I'm not loving it. I gotta be honest. Like the teacher was a day late coming back from his travels. He was in India and he was, he was my guru and he was he, so a bad first impression. Yeah. But a lesson. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Impatience. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. You know, of course. humility. Expectations. Yeah. Of like, yeah. I'm here. Right. You should be here right. too. Right. 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 Like, of course he had other things going on. Right. <laughs> so, um, but that started me off on like a not so great note. And then, um, we didn't start our theory. So lectures and stuff like that. We were just doing yoga, which is fine. I'm like, yeah, but I can do yoga online. Like, what are we doing here? And so three days went by and, um, we sat down and this guy sat down with me and had the, he's like, how do you feel about it? And I said, I'm not loving it. I feel like I made a mistake. And he's like, yeah, me too. And I was like, well, where did you come from? And he's like, I came here from a monastery. And it was the monastery that I tried to book. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, how was it there? And he's like, it's amazing. The monks are so cool. And he told, he's telling me all these stories about it. And I was like, man. Damn it. It's <laughs> like, I knew I should have gone there. And I'm like, but I couldn't. I couldn't book it because they wouldn't. He's like, they don't book. What? He's like, that's just some internet thing. He's like, that's somebody trying to make money off the monastery. He's like, you don't even really have to pay. It's by donation. You just show up on their doorstep. They open the doors and let you in. And wow. I was like, oh, I wish I'd known that. And he's like, yeah. I was like, maybe that was why we both came here was for you to get me. And now we're supposed to go back. Right. And he's like, I was like, let's give it another couple of days. But if, if after five days, we're both still not feeling it, we'll just peace out. Because all we had done is put down a deposit at that time we'll just right. be like keep our deposit we're out we're right. gonna go back to Copan to the right. monastery in Copan he's right. like okay sounds good so the next morning I wake up at like you know 5 five thirty, and the sun's coming up and like stretching looking out the window I was like wait a minute things look a little different out there it was clear the clouds were gone Oh dear, we are in the Himalayas, and I could see them all the way, like a three sixty view, wow. the Himalayas yeah, wow. all the way around us, and that is something majestic that everybody should get the ability, like have the yeah. opportunity to see. And so I was feeling a little better, and we, I made my way down to the ashram, did the neti, poured, yeah. cleaned out the sinuses, <laughs> started, started class, and so now I'm like, I'm like. Oh, this is cool. Like, so I'm like looking at the mountains and, no. you know, as I'm doing my practice and I'm feeling good, feeling better. And then after the class, we walk out and I stop just as I, like, as soon as I step out of the, out of the shallow and I like, look, and I'm standing there and I'm like, start, I just started crying because that was it. I was there. I could see yeah. the mountain. Yeah. I could it was where I was in my vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was exactly there and I felt it. I, right. It wasn't just mm-hmm. seeing it. It was like I felt it. I was like I was standing here yeah, in like the a vision. time travel moment. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. 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 Like astral projection. Yeah. 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 And I was just like that was the first time I've ever experienced something like that. And I was just like, oh my God. 
and I was just crying. And I went back down and sat down for breakfast. And then a couple of the students were like, "Hey, are you okay?" And I was like, "I was like, all right, you guys got a minute." And they're like, sure. And so I told them the story of like how I was there, how I found mm-hmm. myself there, like my dad's death and everything. And they were all just like, wow, like that's, they're like, how do you feel about being here? I'm like, I feel pretty good. I think, I think I feel a lot better. And then, so the next day we wake up, same thing. You can see the mountains and mm-hmm. like got a little spring in my stuff. Still not sure. Still a little like, yeah. yeah, I can see the mountains, but is this, I could probably see them from Copan too. Right, right. So we we do our yoga and every time the teacher's like telling us to like pick a point to balance and like to, a place to look at to, to maintain our balance, I, I'm looking at the mountain in the middle and I'm focusing on the peak of the mountain. And then um, every time, every time I'm just staring at it and just like full of love, full, just mm-hmm. oh, so good. And then he has us do this like sort of like a uh, like a a triangle pose but we're standing there and we're we're facing forward facing the front of the room and he's like pick a spot to balance he's like that spot that spot is your purpose there's nothing else in the world except for you and and that spot just allow everything to slip away that is your purpose that is your passion that is your path just focus until there is nothing else and now I want you to concentrate on bringing your hands to to two fists and now raise your fist up in front of you focusing on that point focusing on that one true purpose and now draw your right hand across your chest as if you're drawing back an arrow. <laughs> and now release oh, the arrow okay. and fly towards your success and towards your purpose. Oh, and, okay. and like, just like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> Did that shake yeah. you out of that moment? Like, I feel like I would have dropped my hands and been like, what did you just say? Like, <laughs> no, no. In fact, it like, it, it, sl- I'm like, oh, it yeah. anchored me. Yeah, <laughs> big like, time. Perfect word. And, <laughs> and so finished up the practice. That was pretty much the end of it anyway, but finished up the practice. And then we all walked to breakfast and we were sitting at the tables and like, it was really like we were all sitting at the table together and everybody was just kind of looking at me. And I was like eat, looking down, eating my breakfast, and I kept looking up, and they're like, "Do you have any question about where you're supposed to be now?" And I was yeah. like, "No," and just like bawling my eyes out, just oh my god, wow. Yeah. And then later that day, we had a, our first lecture, and and it was just, oh, it was everything was right. The lecture was. I can't, I can't, if you ever have an opportunity to experience something like Mm -hmm. learning from the source like that, Mm -hmm. it's, there's nothing like it. It's, it's, there's an energy to it, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just so magical. It's a, it's, it's something that we don't get here a lot. And that's, again, that's why I'm trying to bring this to the, to the West and Mm -hmm. expose people who wouldn't ever have that opportunity to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it happened. And that's how it happened. That's a good story. Such a good story. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. 
From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling, M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. Yeah, sometimes it's crazy because I like, I love, I love telling the story because it allows me to relive it. And Mm -hmm. it was like, you see movies and you read books and you hear about all this magical stuff out there in the world. But like, I mean, obviously there's magic in every moment of our lives, Mm -hmm. right? But sometimes we need a little shake up. Mm -hmm. And that was my, that was my big shake up. And I'm so grateful for that. So affirming. Oh, well, we were doing at the start of the, the, at the start of the course, we did the ceremony and from like the explanation that I got was that like, it was a way to sort of, um, to offer commitment to our guru that we were going to like take the information that he was going to give us and respect it and like carry it forward into our life and honor it and, and like maintain a connection with him and protect that connection. It was going to be pure and vice versa. He was committing to us as our teacher to like to respect us and to honor us and to give us the knowledge and, and, you know, do it in a safe way and healthy and everything. And, and so we were doing this and it was like, we were, we built a fire in the shell. Like it was crazy. And, and there was like, we had a fire and we were burning, we were throwing different, uh, different like bark and different things into the fire and like incense and things like that. And we were chanting and we chanted the same thing. Sanskrit words 
I don't, I don't know what we were saying, but we chanted for an hour and a half, the wow. same words wow. over and over for an hour and a half, like fifteen of us, wow. with with a with a like a kind of like a priest. I forget what they call the Hindu call their priest, but a priest, my guru, his wife, his daughter, and then all the students and. It was like you go into a trance. Like yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever chanted. No, much. I was thinking honestly right before this episode. I was like, "This is so cool to do sound healing." I'm like, I would love to do some sort of chanting. Yeah, I've never done an healing either. modality. Oh, I've heard so, so many good things We could do about some it. chanting later. If oh, you okay. that would be so fun. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know a few. Like I, 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 I've forgotten some of the stuff that, but I, I have a few special ones that are really near and dear that I always oh, I would do almost daily like okay. sometimes just in the shower just, yeah you know, like, all right let's do that later yeah okay yeah, in the so, shower so <laughs> let's all get in the shower no not like that <laughs> uh, that's that root chakra bowl yeah <laughs> um so anyway we were doing this we were doing this this chanting and I go, we go into this trance and I got this, like, this sensation sort of came over me of, like, it was right around the same time that I'd been affirmed, like, this is where you're supposed to be. And I, but I got this, almost like a sadness came over me. And it was like, like, I said, I felt a sense of, like, I needed to apologize to my dad because I was like, I'm sorry that you're, you had to die that you had to give your life up right. for me to have this experience because I wouldn't have right. had mm-hmm. he not. And that was something I was like carrying with me for, for a long time. And then, but then in that same moment, in that same ceremony, I had the realization was like, no, he didn't have to die so that you could have this experience. He was meant to, to, to offer that. Right. So that he could guide you on this, because he couldn't have come with me, like right. Right. in his human form, right? Like right. so, he he was with me every step of the way, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had to be in spirit form in order to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm. It went from apologizing to just immense gratitude, right? And and wow. just like awareness of like, oh shit, like oh excuse me. No, but, no um, we swear a lot on this. Okay. Show. okay. <laughs> swearing is welcome and i was just like oh shit like like of course like of course like it all it all it's like it all comes to this moment right like everything in life that we experience is here for this moment to get us to this moment and then to the next moment and Mm -hmm. uh, like once i wrapped my head around that it went from like a sadness to a joy and i'm super grateful for that yeah yeah that's amazing I have a question, kind of like a timeline question. So, because you came back home and you're doing the bulls, um, like what, what's it like? How long have you been doing this since you've been home? Oh yeah, that's actually what what beautiful timing. Um, so I returned. So I left uh, to travel around in like March, February, March of, or I came back from Yellowknife in February of 2018 2019 sorry and i i got back from nepal in november like late november december of 2019 so for the most of the year i was gone and so 2019 i returned home with 
a, bu- a bunch of singing bowls and like mm. completely zen out. Like, <laughs> like I like, yeah, I was a totally different person and I'm glad. But, um, so I get home and, uh, I didn't want to come home. I wasn't ready, but I was asked to come home to sort of, cause it was the year anniversary of my dad's passing mm-hmm. and, my my mom was like, I want everybody home for this day because I want to be surrounded by my my family. So I obeyed that wish, and um, and then I was not, I was gone. I was like, as soon as I can, I'm I'll out. Go back. I'm yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I ended up doing was I worked for. I decided to work for four months so that I could refinance my mortgage and pull all the pull all the equity out. And just take all that money and just go and just like and go dive headfirst into spiritual studies and explore. I wanted to go to India. I wanted Mm -hmm. to go to Thailand, all over Southeast Asia. And I, I booked a flight. I was going back to Bali for a month to to. Ex, uh, to explore a little bit more and to be there for the Bali Spirit Festival, mm-hmm. which is a really amazing yoga festival. And then I was going to go from there to Thailand, where I was going to study Kundalini Yoga. Um, going to do a 500-hour yoga teacher training course there. I had the like I'd already booked and everything with the with the school. And then from there, I was going to go. to Wait, did I say Thailand? Or yeah, that Thailand was the Kundalini. No, India was the India. Kundalini. Was Sorry, Kundalini. India. Yeah, India. Okay. And near Rishikesh, I believe, and and I had a friend that was going to meet me there, who I met at the ashram in okay. Nepal, and he was in India. He's in, in he was in India for like the last three years. Okay. And uh, and then to Thailand for th- three to six months to a year, maybe to two years. I didn't know for sure, but I was going to study tantra because that's. That's what my yoga training is in, is in Tantra. And so, and if you want to know more about that, we can talk about that too. Pretty cool. Um, And there was a school there that I really wanted to check out, even though like my school, my ashram is in Nepal, but I I wanted to sort of spread it around and check out other aspects of it. Um, Tantra is like a really deep, deep subject and... I was hoping to explore that. So I was booked. I was ready to go. And like the flights were booked and Justin Trudeau came on television and was like, everybody, Canadians, it's time to come home and stay home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, screw you. (laughs) (laughs) I was still packing my bag. I was was literally packing my bag when he was doing that press conference. And I was like, no way, you can't keep... And then two days later, I was supposed to fly, and I checked my flight status just to make sure everything was good, and sure enough, one of the legs of the flight had been canceled. Mm. And it was because Qatar had closed their borders, and I was flying through Qatar, and I saw that as a sign from the universe to, like, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. I could have rebooked and finagled it and found my way there, but I was like, you know what, like, the universe is telling you something, so Mm -hmm. stay put and see what happens. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> well, that what happens, Andre? Yeah. How did that go? And for you? then what happened? How did you? How did you take what, that? Okay. Well, I, is this a do-over? Because <laughs> I answered this once before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I screwed it you up probably, completely you the first thought. time. I'm so, I'm so mad that this happened. Thought about this answer since then. You're like, I let, have, let me rephrase this. 
<laughs> well, and some stuff has happened also too. Yes. And it's been a little more revealing as yes, well. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, so <laughs> anyway, but uh, gr- so much gratitude because it allowed me, like I was, I had set my bowls up and I hadn't really used them because like I was very new to it all. And um, I've learned 10, uh, uh, infinite amount from the bowls themselves, from just using them with clients and way more than I learned at the, at the, the class right. where they taught me. Right, right. But, and he told, my teacher told me that that would be the case. Yeah. He's right. like, I've taught you everything I can. Like, mm-hmm. the bulls will teach you the rest. Right. And they have. <laughs> crazy. They have. Mm-hmm. And I'm still learning every day. I'm yeah. getting better at, with them and, and they like communicate with me. It sounds kind of crazy to say things like that, but they do. They, they have a personality of their own. Like, when they're like, when I don't give them the care that they need to like sing, really sing, they don't. They're just like, right. you didn't warm us up. Right. Like, what do you think you're good? What do you think you're doing? You, you can't know just use here. us. You yeah. can't just whip us out right. and expect us to perform you know, like a, yeah. a dog and pony show mm-hmm. anyway and Love it. Th- but that was something that he didn't necessarily teach me but I've had to learn it mm. and <laughs> and uh yeah so I I was able I'm one of the people who see the the last two years or two and a half years as a huge blessing because I would have been traveling well which I that might have yeah. been wonderful too. Yes, yes. But yes. this gave me this gift of like really connecting with the bowls and mm-hmm. connecting with the science, if you will, of sound yeah. healing yeah. and being able to really hone that craft of, yeah. and offer a lot of healing. Like some of the people that I've been able to heal, like I don't want to be like melodramatic here, but like there are people that might not be here today right. without right. that experience because it just, this little gift came into their life at right. such a crucial time. Mm-hmm. And it just opened that door to healing that little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. enough so to like simple. turn like, things around. They don't have them. to lay on a couch and be vulnerable and like sp- spill their story. They yeah. can just receive healing from the bulls. Like, yeah. It could be that. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. You lay anything. there, close your eyes yeah. and the bulls do so many do magical work. things yeah. for you. That, yeah. yeah. That's what's really amazing yeah. about it. That, like you, the first experience you had, or it's on mm-hmm. your heart chakra and I you're like bawling. Yeah. I didn't say, hey, come give me that bowl. Right, I was just right. like laying there. I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. Like I didn't even expect anything. Yeah. I had no expectation. And the power mm-hmm. of the vibration just moving your chakra. Oh my it's really God. incredible. Yeah. It's really, really cool. It's mm-hmm. So, so yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. crazy. So, so your overall perspective now and being home? Oh, Oh yeah, well, so, so many gifts have come yeah. from. It wasn't just the bowls. I, there's, there's also a special person in my life that uh, I certainly don't imagine I would have met if it wasn't for, for that. And yeah, for COVID. Thanks, yeah. COVID. Yeah. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm not saying that we're, you know, the bees knees or whatever, but like, we wouldn't have met. Right. Absolutely. If you oh my been god. Traveling because of our connection with Karina. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Karina's who he's with, by the way. Yeah. You guys we're, all we were gonna Karina. tell people we were gonna tell people like in the intro, so you weren't really yeah, gonna yeah, skip yeah. it. Yeah. No, <laughs> but, no. but I wasn't sure if I we were like disclosing that. It's up to you really. No, I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> we were gonna out you on the intro. <laughs> I wanna stay from the rooftops. Yeah. <laughs> well and that is the funny part of the story we were alluding to that earlier. We had Karina and Andre over for Karina's 40th birthday and we asked him like so and you were like I was 
pissed. Like, they were so angry yeah. for so long. We're like, but it kind of worked out, right? And yeah. Karina's here. I was like, <laughs> that wasn't a very good first impression with you guys. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like telling them how I was so pissed that, and I. We were I, laughing so hard. We're like, poor guy, trying to make a good impression. I just put my Karina's good friends. Right like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, but we understood. Oh, I mean, my face went so red. Yeah. Those, I was like, oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. She's great. I mean, I love her. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> So funny. It was funny. It was so funny. No, it was perfect. It was, I mean, and it does say a lot about your experience and what you went through and like how excited you were. And like, I get it. Yeah. You know, the disappointment, the failure of expectation. It's been a theme on this show lately, but like the failure of like, I was so close. Yeah. Yeah. Like this close. To just getting out. Imagine being stuck in paradise in in this spiritual paradise. Right. During COVID. Like, oh, I guess I have to lock down in an ashram. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. And that was, a lot of people tried to talk me out of traveling when it was all starting to go down. And I was like, no. And they're like, well, what what are you going to do? What if, what if, what if the borders close? What if flights get canceled? I'm like, so I'll be stuck in Bali or or India or Thailand for six months or a year or something. Like, oh. God, oh, that is would me. be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there was yeah. a lot of people that like that were judging me for that too. Yeah. Like yeah. they were like, you know, you're gonna well, they were believing the narrative of like you're gonna tax the the right. other healthcare systems and stuff yeah. like that. And right. It's like, okay, well that was like a thing that was going around a yeah. lot. Like yeah. that message of like, you know, putting a lot of judgment onto your neighbors and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I forgive my friends for, for there. I had a few friends that treated me that way. And, and, and I was like, I understand you're scared. I get yeah. It. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can be mad at me. That's fine. That's the majority yeah. of it. It was so much fear that was infused into people's opinions and yeah we had a hard time with that too Mm -hmm. like the fear narrative we're like we're Mm. not really buying we're not really buying the fear narrative like there's other narratives i'm willing to open my mind to well fear is is like a more powerful killer than anything yeah like like this virus is nothing compared to the power of what fear can do to you yeah Mm -hmm. so true Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. and the disconnection that a lot of people felt too like yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. yeah, but it did, I mean, a common theme I feel like we find is that the the pandemic did provide, I mean, you know, of course, set aside, there's lots of loved ones that were lost and that was like really tragic for yeah. a lot of people. Um, but it did provide those of us who are still here so much clarity mm-hmm. for mm. so many people. You yeah. know, like in the yeah, States, yeah. there's this, what they're calling like this mass exodus of people not going back to their jobs because right. they're like, I'm way happier now. Like I'm not... They're reevaluating their lives yeah. and people getting marriages and divorces and having kids and yeah. like so much big decisions happening. Well, you know, it's funny because I, it's, you're totally right. And I'm, I'm so glad to hear somebody say that because for the, ever since this whole thing started, um, th- I mean, there were so many weird conversations that took place over the last two and a half years. Like I had, I had friends that were like, Almost, it was almost like they were becoming Nazi sympathizers for some weird reason. Oh, yeah, wow. like being like, well, you know, like if you trust the media, then like, you know, Hitler was like maybe not that bad of a guy. And it was like, well, you're I, like, we're crossing oh, lines we're- here. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Common sense. Yeah, but okay. like, you know, anyway. And so, but, but in relation to what you just said, um, I, t- I have a different opinion than most people about tragedy. Right. Because people, 
people want to avoid suffering. Yes. And so, like, we all do. We all want, like, nobody's like, sign me up. I want to suffer. But (laughs) at the same time, what what I've learned in my life is that from suffering comes so much growth and expansion. Yeah. Yeah. And if you figure out how to survive it, Mm -hmm. that suffering is only a moment. Like, it's really just a moment. When you are, when you feel like you suffer because of that small, that small instance of trauma that happened to you, not saying that the trauma was small, but the instance, that time that it occurred. Yeah. And then you're, you're, you're traumatized and you're carrying that suffering with you like daily, every day you're Mm -hmm. suffering it. And that's all happening within inside of you. Yeah. So that's something that you can control. Mm-hmm. And you right. just have to you just have to work on the tools to like to figure that out. Yes. But, and and you you remember those times and then you're reliving it and then you're caught. But that's happening within you. That's not right. something that that happened to you. You're right. doing that to yourself. Right. Repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like with like going back to like the whole what got me to bring up Hitler? Sorry about that, but um, <laughs> like we're all like we want to protect everyone. We don't want anybody to die of this horrible virus and everything. But at the same time, like yeah, war is terrible too, right? Like mm-hmm. war is is so unnecessary. Yeah. And but in all reality, I literally this person sitting in front of you, Andre Lalande, would not be here right now if World War II had not happened. Right. My grandfather met my grandmother in Holland. Yeah. He was French-Canadian. She was Dutch. Right. And it was during the war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't over there fighting, killing other people, and right. trying to not be killed, right. mm-hmm. they would have never met. Right. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have had my dad. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Who wouldn't have had me? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like we can look back and 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 wish that these tragic things hadn't happened. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't really see a lot of good in doing that. I see a lot of good in like not making s- mistakes going forward. Right. Yeah. And trying to live with love and kindness in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And learning from those mistakes. But like, to to wish that this or that didn't happen, it's like it's kind of pointless yeah mm-hmm. you know it's just causing more suffering to yourself absolutely mm-hmm. you're allowing that to re-trigger you and to right. re-traumatize you over mm-hmm. and over and over by by thinking about it and being like if only that hadn't happened right mm-hmm. right instead of trying to heal from it and move forward mm-hmm. right and learn from it and learn and grow right. yeah, yeah and like come out the other side and be like and be able to find gratitude for it which is, right. sounds crazy yeah. yeah but like when you feel it like it's real that's yeah. a real it's a real thing that you can do mm-hmm. yeah Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it makes you more resilient. It makes you yes. able to handle, like Bev says, she always says, the next wave. Yeah. Right? Like we have waves of yeah. contrast that come into our lives. And so it's, you have these rest periods. But then another wave comes of contrast and you're like, okay, this is how I handled it last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you're better equipped for the next yeah. one. And then, you know, it'll knock you off your feet. Well, some- you'll learn something new and you get better. Something better. really interesting that I found that happens is it's something really cool. Like once you've, once you've been through it and you've you've healed it and you've you've reconciled it and you've found gratitude in it, you take the power away from it and the universe just kind of goes like, well, we can't use that anymore. 
for growth and expansion. <laughs> so just kind of stop. The, those things stop happening. Right. If yeah, you right. learn, if you like learn if you learn everything that you need to learn from that tragic event, yeah. and you move forward, you don't relive it. You don't mm-hmm. relive it in another you form. You've yeah. learned that lesson, yeah. and then you move on. But when you continue to see, when you seemingly like whether it's in, let's say it's in relationships, and you just go from abusive toxic relationship to abusive toxic relationship, and you like you like, well, I'm gonna learn that I'm not gonna let someone treat me that way again, right. and then and then you break up with them. And then you find yourself six months later in another relationship with someone who looks completely different on right, paper, right. <laughs> but you're still in that pattern. Yeah, It's because you haven't learned whatever it is you're meant to learn from that experience. Yeah, exactly. Usually it comes back to being able to love yourself properly. Yeah, right. Like I've, nine, ten times out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it all is. about your own worthiness. It is. Like any life lesson is about that, yeah. really. And the universe keeps throwing these at you. Know, it's like, figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. hopefully you do. <laughs> I just figured it out. This is so funny. <laughs> and right uh, when you think that you figured it out too, they're like, wait a second. Wait a sec, Don't there's another it. little nuance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too. And you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't see it yeah. like that. No, yeah. This is so clever. And that's why it's called our manifestation journey, because mm-hmm. it's never ending. Mm-hmm. There is no destination. There's no, it's not linear. <laughs> Coming three years and I'm like, this is not linear. Like, no. Like, it's like, a squirrel is leading us. We're like, yeah. we're going up this tree. Oh, okay, we're going down. We're going to go. Down. Yeah. Oh, like we're going to go straight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a squirrel that doesn't have all its brain cells. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like. Yeah. It's like, just like. What are we, what are we doing? Yeah, doing? That's where we're like, we should have called it our manifestation shit show. That's what we should have called it. It's like, well, we didn't know at the time. We're like, it's a journey. It's, it's going to be journey. great. Yeah. It's going to be linear. That's the word though. That's the popular thing. Yeah. Going on a, my it's spiritual everybody's journey. Everybody's on their journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's true because journeys include roadblocks and yielding and, you know, like detours. Like it includes all of those things. Yeah. So it, technically the word Delays. works, but mm-hmm. we weren't expecting to be so bumpy. <laughs> we thought the road was going to be paved. I don't know. Yeah, like, paved in gold. Right. We yeah. didn't right. understand that it was going to have like ooh, roadblock, yeah. like, you know. But, well, but the universe gives you what? what you what, can handle right? absolutely mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and what you need yeah mm-hmm. absolutely to grow. um i have like I, I feel like i still have so many questions but we're already over an hour i just feel like we'll just have to have andre back i think that's wise yeah <laughs> can we do one more question yeah do you okay. want me to ask a question i was hoping i could ask you ask a question oh, yay. okay yeah um i want to know i want to know what like i want to hear what your experience is oh, with that's, what you've experienced uh, so that's far. That's a really good from question. The bulls from sound healing. That's a really good question. I like this question. Do you want to go first? Um. Well, I guess. It's been, Sam and I are sharing a mic. That's why we sound kind of funny this week. But I'm going to move you over. I don't know how many experiences I've had with you. I remember one in the, two. here, and then one outside. And that's then two, just, right? And then that little and one. And then we just this. Did. Yeah. <laughs> so I think two, two and a half. The. I think. I think the answer. The small, a short answer to that is you, you need a one-on-one. You both need a one-on-one. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I think that would be... Yeah, that Because it's... So you're right. It's been a group setting in every right. instance. Which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sound baths are amazing. Mm-hmm. But the one-on-one sound healing is is really intense. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So sign me up for that. Okay. Um, but my last experience with you, like I feel like the one that we had now was... I don't know. Like it's like... 
the other two ones were like, we're going to, it was more focused, mm-hmm. right? This the was tension set. Yeah. Like yeah. this was just so everybody yeah. could listen to it. Yeah. So like I was a bit, you know, but so the last time that we did the retreat, the yeah. retreat one yeah. outside. Yeah. Um, you guys talked a little bit about it. Yeah. Like yeah. Last show, so sure, the yeah. listeners yeah. will know what you can And if they don't, they can, they can go back. I'll yeah. put it in the show notes. They right. Can go back and listen. But so it was just like, um, it was amazing. It was, I love the feeling of being surrounded by the vibration. Mm. And every time that occurred for me, it was like deep um, meditative states. And it was very um, um, colorful, I want to say. Like it was just very mm. active in my mind, um, but in a very like let go, release kind of way. Like I felt like I was taken, you know, mm-hmm. and on for a, a ride. Um, oh, that's so good. Yeah. It's a good way to describe it, I think. Yeah, like, it's like, I get, it's, it's a, I mean, compared to meditation alone, it's almost like you get to be fully immersed, and there's just a, there's less roadblocks, roadblocks mm. in your way when you meditate. Because yeah. when you're meditating, you can sit down, turn some music on, focus. Then focus. And, like, when I meditate, I frequently use the phrase, let go, because I, you know, get chatting up there, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, gotta release and let go. But with the bowls, it's almost like you, you even forget that you have to tell yourself to let go. Mm-hmm. You're just automatically taken. Mm-hmm. And you don't I, have to worry about thoughts, distractive right. thoughts coming in or anything. Right. Right. It's just you, it's easier. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Um, and then I, you know, you get downloads and I mean, I had a really, <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talked like about I had like a really amazing, yeah, your hand was all like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it still does that sometimes. You like, were moving. Moving I was moving good. a lot. Like yeah. my body was moving a lot, but we had the cacao ceremony. We also oh, had yeah. the it's a ma- That's a magic combo. Like we're yeah. gonna definitely Yeah. Yeah. Karina was hesitant to she was like oh, I'm not I had to sort of cause she was like, Well, I don't wanna appropriate cacao and stuff like that. And I'm like, I get it. So th- my like my perspective on that is this I was gonna ask you about this with the bulls too. Yeah, okay. So it's part of honestly it's part of why I don't do it by donation I don't I don't like I don't have a rate and I my favorite donations are sometimes when someone bakes me a pie or takes me out for lunch or something like that it's just an energy exchange because I don't this is my this is my service this is this is how I I serve the the divine right Mm -hmm. it's it's and if people want to donate money that's fine It, it enables me to to spread it more but um yeah no for one uh i was taught by a swami so like i have the permission to to continue to use the medicine and to use it for if i chose to for financial gain um but i don't but um i'm totally fine to do so i've been given the thumbs up um and as far as the cacao ceremony goes, Karina was hesitant to do it because she's like, well, like, you know, and I said, well, this is the perfect setting to do it because you're not, you're not financially gaining from, from it. Right. Like the, I think the idea of like cultural appropriation is, or misappropriation is like you benefiting financially from it and not paying like an homage to 
right mm-hmm. and not like giving back right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you're you're sort of stealing right. essentially mm-hmm. and benefiting from it when it's not yours right. but I, I also am like I, i'm also like a little my view on on that is a little different i don't like tribalizing things like i mm-hmm. think we're all here to like and if you're doing it to help heal mm-hmm. and to help people i think that's what it was always intended for mm-hmm. and i think if you if you're doing it at a, a service and you're doing it like right mm-hmm. then there's value to it and then you should be able to use it mm-hmm. and you should be able to and you're keeping the medicine alive too mm-hmm. right and you're mm-hmm. spreading it so it can grow and get into other cultures and people mm-hmm. can experience it it shouldn't just be for one tribe that's living in a jungle somewhere mm-hmm. who like stumbled across this thing mm-hmm. and it's theirs to keep like it's mm-hmm. to spread it's right. to like it's to heal the world right mm-hmm. so when i explained it to her like my my perspective in those words she she was like she felt better she felt really good about it but at first she was very hesitant to do it and i'm glad because i think it was pretty magical mm, yeah. yeah the combination oh it's it's like they go so well together mm-hmm. yeah uh, same mm-hmm. as same as the same as the psilocybin yeah. like the dose or even a macrodose i've 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 done i whenever i do macrodose from time to time not very often um, maybe like a couple times a year, but when I do, if I don't have my bowls around, ooh, I feel na- I feel like something's missing. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's like no, I don't like. It's not that I have a bad experience with it, but I mm. something's missing mm. for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was such a beautiful combination. Yeah. My experience was very full. Like it was a very full. I could you know talk about it forever, but I was very energized very like my whole right side of my body was just like that ah, and i wanted to rave and oh, honestly when you started to like do it again i was like oh we get to rave again <laughs> <laughs> sam's heart chakra wants to party oh, dude, oh party. that's amazing i'm so glad yeah, yeah. i'm so glad do you want me to go now yeah okay um, so the first time when I did the sound bath, and it was in this room in right. this office. Right. Um, I was still healing from um, my anxiety, uh, right? My yeah. my panic attacks and vertigo, and so I didn't even want to lay down because, like, laying down and closing my eyes was a trigger for my first panic attack. So right. I'm like, meditating is a trigger for my per- first panic attack. So I was nervous. I was right. really nervous going in, and you were like, "It's pretty." gentle like you don't have to do much and I was like okay so (laughs) I I sat up the whole time and but I remember feeling very at peace very at peace it was very approachable it was very like gentle Mm. the bowls were gentle and it was like it's almost like it was exactly what I needed mm. it's like the bowls know what you need it's almost like breath work uh, yeah, yeah. right it's like true, Sam yeah. needed a rave that's fine <laughs> I did need a rave actually yeah <laughs> it, you no, know I did though like yeah, it was like it wasn't just for fun <laughs> it was medicinal rave it was it was a medicinal rave like my body was just like you need to find like joy and you need to experience it and you need to like, move that energy and you need you know yeah. like it needed to be like do you remember when it used to be fun i was like oh yeah <laughs> fun <laughs> yeah. and we were the mode the the theme for the retreat was celebration too yes. so it was the perfect, was perfect. So perfect. Um, I, f- I felt i gotta be i, I want to tell you guys i don't know if i told you this but i was i was very honored that you guys mm-hmm. asked me to 
to help facilitate that. So thank you. Yeah, you're so. I mean, you're well. You're so welcome. Like you, no. you provided such a service for us. Like yeah. it was mutual. It's mutually like filled with gratitude. I yeah. think. Like yeah. you know, we were blown away. Like yeah. and so the second time I did the sound bath. So the first time was in this room, but the second time was under the tree outside. And for me, it was very like. It was the first time, and like I shared on the podcast, it was the first time that I uh, oh, yeah. communicated with the yeah. spirit with the baby because yeah. before it was a heart opening, right? Of with course, the you were on the heart chakra bowl too. And it was, yeah. I know, and that was it was so divine where everybody sat. It was crazy, it was crazy where yeah, everybody sat, was, like and not knowing where we I were. I knew sitting. that was gonna happen. I yeah. just had this like intuition. I'm like, I'm gonna watch where everybody sits. Yeah, I bet you it's gonna. Be and crazy. I had set the intention too when Karina said the cacao, like, and she said, you know, it's safe for pregnancy and i had set the intention like my heart i was like it was actually weeks before that i said to mason i feel like my heart's blocked and then it was like all this series of events were happening where green is like i'm gonna bring a heart opening ceremony tool and like and then i saw the green ring and i'm like i bet yeah that's the heart chakra and i was like i'm sitting there but i knew everybody else didn't know mm-hmm. um and it was one of the couple left so it was like that's definitely meant for me yeah i think it was only you and alex left yeah the- and or I'm, maybe Sam too. Well, no, no Sam Alex was went the out last first. One. Alex went out first, oh, and did she? she sat oh, okay. at the throat chakra. Yeah, and we were right? like, okay. As soon as she I had saw no that, idea. I was just like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. So uh, Alex is a singer. Yeah. So just like, yeah, it just yeah. made it was sense. So good. It was amazing. Yeah. She was like, wait a second. She didn't even. And, know. She had no and idea. And she was holding on to that secret too. Yes, right. you're right. Yeah, yeah, which we can't reveal yet. No, no. It's a secret. You guys. That's the whole definition of secret. Um, yeah, it was really amazing, but yeah, that's what I was doing. I was, it gave me the opportunity. My heart chakra obviously opened wide up and I was able to communicate with my baby, which I hadn't done yet. Cause I was definitely experiencing some kind of blockage or trauma from the miscarriage and feeling like maybe uh, it wasn't safe right. to get attached or like whatever, because so, I, wow. yeah. So it was big. Well, now for I me. feel even more. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was a big deal for me. Like yeah. it, to be able to open up that line of communication wow. and feel, um, yeah, like we, we're, we're buds. We can chat. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it was really, really cool. So, but th- that's what I feel like the bowls do. That's what they've done for me. It's like they give you what you need yeah. at that time. Yeah. It's like breath work, Absolutely. right? Like it gives you, it opens up that that surrender energy yeah. of like, I don't know what's about to happen, right? Well, you just let the they, bowls do their they thing. They clear all the blockages. Is the, That's what I do when I, when I do, like there might be other sound healers that I, I'm not, I'm not, I've met another sound healer and I know that she will say like, if somebody ha- comes to her and says like, my heart chakra is blocked or my, you know, solar plexus or whatever, she'll work just on that right. chakra. And, right. And I was like, oh, that's not how I do it. And she said, why not? And I said, because, well, the chakra is an energetic system, right? And it, it every every chakra is linked to the others. Right, And right. it's all part. And so when one is blocked, it may be the result of another one. Right. You could, and for me to sit there and, like, dissect you, I like, I need to really have psychic abilities and you need to be really open and honest with what's going on with you. And we have to dig and dig and dig. Instead, I just do top to bottom. Right. I just I just balance all seven chakras. And then that way you're like, you're back to default. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're fresh. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's up to you to maintain that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's like Reiki in that way too. Yeah. That's what Reiki similar. does too. It like yeah. helps clear everything. Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just clear it all. Like why yeah. would, why would you only want to like yeah. mm-hmm. deal with the one that's causing you the problems? Mm-hmm. Why not get them all tuned up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Were you going to say something? I thought you dropped the mic. No, I just moved it so it was so more we could in share. the middle of us. Okay. That's all. Okay. Yeah. I'm really glad that you asked that question to open that door because it was like, I was like, we need to have him back because I want him to talk about his experience with sound healing. and Yeah, and we didn't really touch too but much. I know, but your story is so fascinating. Yeah, We're like, oh, I appreciate I, that. Yeah, I love an opportunity love to share it because it, like I said, it allows me to relive it. And it was, it's such a, pro- it was profound for me. Yeah. And it was like, like, just reliving, I feel like my heart chakra is wide open right yeah, now. I'm like, yeah. I almost teared up a couple of times. It yeah. was good. It was, I really appreciate Thank you for the opportunity to do that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We'll have you back. Mm-hmm. Right. We have so much more to talk about. And yeah, it, it well, this time. to do the four of us, too. That would be fun. Love Karina Ooh, back. We'll do a little double date. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, because the, the science of the same bowls is something I really like to talk yeah. to yes. people about. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah we it's not just the. It's not just a hippie dude that right. things bowls. Like, it really isn't, I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, like, each bowl is assigned to a certain chakra, as we've been yeah. kind of alluding to. And the frequencies the fre- are very important. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we can dive into that yeah. at another time. We'll mm-hmm. save it. We'll save the juicy stuff okay. for another time. Um, I kind of wanted to ask what's next for you, but maybe maybe we'll, we'll save that one for the next one too. Yeah. There's some big stuff. There's big stuff happening. There's some yeah. stuff happening. Um, yeah. So if you if people want to get a hold of you, how do they find you? Good luck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Bye. super. I mean, Instagram. Can, can you fix their sink still? Can you? I can do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like I've 25 years of experience as a plumber, and I still, I still, I dusted off the tools after about a year off, and uh, I still use them from. T- I work a couple days a week as a plumber, but this is what I like doing the most. The, yeah. Like the plumbing stuff facilitates this. Right. And uh, I'm glad that I. I'm so lucky to have been able to like develop a skill that can allow me some financial success yes. like and freedom yes. to like work a couple of days a week and pay my bills and then do this as yeah. a, as and offer it as a service right. instead mm-hmm. of making people have to right. pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people at, like a lot of people give me a heck for it because they're like, "Oh, you should be charging cuz like I feel like they think it it like takes away from when when other people have to like right. it's their sole means right. of income and yes. they're like you know like I don't know a lot of people who do what I do do this mm-hmm. but there are some people who do like offer sound bath sound gong baths and you know other stuff that's kind of along those lines but. Mm-hmm. And we've had, I've had discussions with them in there or do like Reiki or, or whatever, yeah, you know, and they're like, yeah. well, like, you know, I feel like it's undermining that they think it's undermining them, but I don't, I don't think it is what I, what I'm doing is I'm offering it so that, that money doesn't become an issue in healing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody can't afford uh, what I would charge probably would be because it's about a two hour two and a half hour session and it takes a little more out of me i can do two in a day so i would probably wow charge a lot for a projector two people holy two hours four hours uh yeah four to five hours Jeez, i can do two i've done i've done three sessions in a day jeepers yeah i did one week i did 17 (laughs) yeah 
It, was a lot. Yeah, it, I, I wouldn't. I don't do think that I'd again. survive. I wouldn't do that. You're again. a projector. You need naps. I would never do that. There's no again. time for naps and that. <laughs> it was. It was intense. Yeah, it was yeah. too much. And but I mean, but I learned so much about the yes. roles too, yeah, right? And so yeah. much about you know. And it was a. I, I helped people, so it was like, okay, not never again. But I was really glad that I was able to do that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so where do I can find you on uh, Instagram. Instagram? So La La Land Wellness Retreats. There's an underscore in there somewhere. <laughs> I, think I think it's, it's La La like Land underscore underscore Retreats. wellness retreats. Yeah, okay. That's right. It'll be I think channel. if you type in La La Land, it pops up. Okay. Um, and then I'm also on Facebook, but I think that's probably or like, yeah, that's probably the best. Place. Yeah, yeah. I had a website, but. It wasn't very good. Okay. I didn't do it. A friend of mine did it for me. And not not to knock their abilities, but it was just like they sort of half did it. Yeah. And okay. then they were kind of waiting. It's my fault. They were waiting for my input to like polish it up. Yeah. And I just, I, I just. Loved it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not good at it. I'd probably have a, be a lot busier if I had a website. But yeah. Maybe one day. Yeah. Well, I know some people that might be able to help you with that. <laughs> Between I mean, my skills and I w- skills. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. To that, <laughs> no, I, I can help with that. Yeah. Sweet. Um, okay. So, La La Land. So, La La, La, La Land wellness, wellness Retreats. Or, like, my other Instagram is Dre, Dre Lex. So, okay. like, Dre underscore Lex. So, whatever. So, if you're in the Kingston-ish area and you would like your own personal sound healing session i've been up to ottawa and okay. i've been as far as guelph too okay wow. there you go yep kingston ish area mm-hmm. ontario ontario you're in ontario <laughs> and eventually other parts of the world yeah but stay tuned for that stay tuned for that yeah uh yeah you can follow just go to the show notes and we'll have all the information there where you can find um andre this has been a lovely conversation mm-hmm. and experience and thank you so much for sharing your story and letting the the listeners listen to your bowls what a nice way to start you started your shock or the route to the crown right mm-hmm. so yeah. if people want to go back and listen yeah. you can like as you hear the sounds change just focus on those yeah. those chakras we were like oh we're gonna experience. i'll just do like the three bowls for each yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like i can't no. like i can't something's no. missing yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we decided to do all of them, but yeah. that was a really, really beautiful way to open. Sweet. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. to I want to listen to it because, like, I don't really record my bowls usually. Right. I, I don't think I've made maybe one or two videos. Right. And I want to like, I want to get into doing that. A yeah. Bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be great. Again, I need some advice yeah, from. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. we'll talk we'll talk okay sweet. amazing Very well cool. thank you so so much thank you so so much your time and energy. i'm so glad we did this yeah mm-hmm. it's nice to have divine masculine energy mm-hmm. in the space mm-hmm. you know yeah we need more of that, that i feel like that, in the world that podcast with mason man i like, <laughs> felt like i have a man crush on him now. <laughs> He's so charming and yeah, so sweet. Like I my God. Like I mean, in person, he's amazing too. But like yeah. that, I I mean, I had only met them the one time. Yeah. And wow, like what a what an amazing guy mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. Well, you got to see a tender side of him because it was intimate. It was yeah. just me and him. Yeah. So like it's yeah, the yeah. side. You that, guys are pretty sweet. Yeah. We're yeah. I I think so. You got you got, <laughs> you got a toothache a little yeah. bit. Eh? <laughs> yeah. 
So. Okay, we'll leave it there on okay. that mushy note. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, so much for for getting. If you've gotten to this point, we really appreciate it. I mean, there's so much beauty in the, all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'd be surprised if you didn't make it all the way. But thank you for um, donating so much of your time listening to yes, us and this story. Listening. It was amazing. And as always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, this is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.